Welcome back to Global Maritime News, the podcast, bringing you the most impactful news reports and analysis across the global shipping and supply chain industry over the past week. I'm Levine, your host, and as of Sunday, the 20th of February, 5 p.m. Singapore time, these are the major stories. First up, an international investigation into cartel conduct in global supply chains has been launched by competition regulators from the US, UK, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Relatedly, the European Commission has also been urged to investigate container lines over unfair and discriminatory practices, and this comes as record earnings have been announced by liner companies. Next up, Mitsui OSK Line's Felicity Ace Roro Carrier caught fire on Wednesday while carrying approximately 4,000 cars while en route to the U.S. So far, it has been reported that all crew have been safely evacuated and salvage tugs have been dispatched to save the vessel and its luxury cargo. Unfortunately, another vessel was also engulfed in flames this week, and this time it was the Grimaldi Roro Euroferry Olympia. Also in the podcast, Genco has chartered out three bulk carriers to FedEx Logistics. These bulkers will transport containers from China to the U.S. West Coast to alleviate supply chain issues. And later, find out which famous fast food restaurant in Singapore has stopped serving french fries due to supply chain disruptions. Starting off, an international investigation into cartel conduct in global supply chains has been launched by competition regulatory bodies from the US, the UK, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. This international working group includes various competition and antitrust government bodies from these countries. Commenting on this announcement was New Zealand's Commerce Commission Chair, Anna Rawlings, who shared that despite the pandemic-related supply chain issues having created significant challenges for economies worldwide, they still have zero tolerance for businesses using the pandemic as an opportunity for cartel behaviour. In the recent past, there has already been investigations into the existence of collusion among the world's top liners. Most recently, a two-year investigation by the U.S. Department of Justice, which closed in February 2019, did not bring any charges or penalties. However, as liner giants announced immense profits recently due to the pandemic, allegations of profiteering and collusion has increased. Showing that this is a real concern, regulators from the U.S., the EU, and China also met in September last year, and they determined that so far there was no evidence of anti-competitive behavior in container shipping. Aware of mounting criticism and speculation, liners decided last year to close the 50-year-old International Council of Container Ship Operators. Aware of mounting criticism and speculation, liners decided last year to close the 50-year-old International Council of Container Ship Operators, also known as the Box Club, which was a closed-door meeting of the world's top liners. In recent years, other global shipping cartel investigations, most notably in the car carrier segment, have resulted in significant fines. Relatedly, the European Commission has also been urged to investigate container lines over unfair and discriminatory practices. The EC is the executive branch of the European trading bloc comprising of 27 member states, and thus the EC is responsible for initiating laws, enforcing them, and managing the EU's policies. The European Association for Forwarding, Transport, Logistics, and Customs Services, in short, 
CLECAT, has sent a letter to the EU urging for an inquiry into the container shipping sector, alleging unfair and discriminatory practices. The body suggests that the profiteering by liners due to their supply management strategy has allowed them to gain market power and a huge financial war chest that they are now using to vertically integrate by acquiring related services like logistics, while increasing freight rates and driving out independent freight forwarders in the downstream section of the supply chain. Ultimately, the body argues that this kind of discriminatory conduct towards freight forwarders will ultimately disadvantage shippers and end consumers because of the restricted choice in services and higher rates. To date, the EU has not actively pursued liner investigations, while other jurisdictions like the US, as mentioned earlier, has continued to pursue the matter. Moving on, the Felicity Ace Rovo carrier caught fire on Wednesday while carrying approximately 4,000 cars while en route to the U.S. So far, it has been reported that all crew have been safely evacuated and salvage tugs have been dispatched to save the vessel and its luxury cargo. Owned by Mitsui OSK Line, the 656-foot-long roll-on, roll-off car-carrying ship caught fire while the ship was sailing about 90 nautical miles southwest of Portugal. According to a statement by the Portuguese Navy, the crew was safely picked up and transported to a local hotel. For relief to environmentalists, there has been no noticeable source of pollution from the fire. Porsche and Volkswagen also confirmed that their cars were on board the vessel, and both companies are in contact with the shipping company for more information. Salvage services were deployed and expected to reach on Friday, while additional salvage and firefighting services are on their way. The incident is likely to result in a huge claim for hull, cargo, and protection and indemnity insurers. The hull is said to be worth around 30 million US dollars, and the cargo of high end luxury cars could be worth more than 100 million. Salvage costs will also be included in the final claim. If the fire is determined to be the ship owner's fault, which is OSK Lines here, a large portion of the bill could fall on its PI insurers. The vessel's PI cover is with Britannia PI, but claims exceeding 10 million will be handled by the international group of PI clubs. Moving on to our next story, unfortunately, another vessel was also engulfed in flames on Friday morning. The Grimaldi Roro Euroferry Olympia was en route to Italy from Greece. Though they successfully evacuated 290 people, unfortunately, two were still trapped on board and 11 were missing. The cause of the fire is still being investigated, but Grimaldi shared that the ship carried mostly commercial vehicles as well as some passenger vehicles. Thankfully, no fuel oil spills have been detected at sea, and the stability of the ship does not appear to be compromised. Several ships have been deployed to help put out the fire. Tugboats have been hired, and a floating firefighter, as well as a tug with increased firefighting capacity, are expected to join the operation. And moving on to our final two stories of the day that are related to supply chain disruptions, First up, Jenko has chartered out three bulk carriers to FedEx Logistics. These bulk carriers will transport containers from China to the U.S. West Coast and are aimed at alleviating supply chain issues. 
The first of three chartered Volker vessels arrived at the port of Hunami, just north of California. The Genko Pyrenees delivered 184 containers filled with consumer goods, including electronics, car parts, and clothing. FedEx shared that this is the first of several vessels that it had chartered to transport essential consumer goods from manufacturing hubs in China to the U.S. West Coast. Impressively, the company shared that it could cut transit time by more than 20 days by docking at the port of Hunami instead of the usual port of Los Angeles and Long Beach that is suffering from congestion. FedEx is one of the many well-known companies that have taken shipping into their own hands as a result of the unprecedented disruptions in the container market. For example, Coca-Cola chose bulk carriers over container ships last year to ship cargo due to port congestion and rising freight costs. And moving on to our final story, here in Singapore, if you're a fan of KFC's french fries, unfortunately, you won't be able to enjoy them with your favorite meal anytime soon as they have been replaced by potato waffles due to supply chain disruptions. Supply chain snarls have affected shipments of frozen french fries from the US and Europe into Singapore. And Singapore's KFC stores are not alone as McDonald's stores in Malaysia and Indonesia halted sales of large-sized portions of fries last month. Sharing more about the shortage of KFC's french fries in Singapore, Diana Hu, marketing manager at KFC Singapore, said that pandemic-related disruptions continue to have a multi-pronged effect on the global supply chain and distribution network. And though the company has some stock of fries at its outlets, they are unfortunately very limited. Since KFC Singapore's fries are sourced from the US and Europe, labor shortages and lower crop yields in the Pacific Northwest, coupled with congestion at US and Canadian ports on the West Coast, has worsened the problem. Furthermore, containers arriving in Singapore's ports are also experiencing longer-than-usual delays. According to logistics intelligence firm Project 44, an average of 17 container ships per day waited to berth at the world's second busiest port in January, an increase from 15 vessels in December. And that is all for now. If you want to comment on this podcast and the topics that we have covered, you can send us an email. The address is maritimenewspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Global Maritime News. I'm Levine Tan, your host, and until next time, goodbye.